Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. And my name is Casey. All right, Disney, sign us up right now. We are willing to write all the songs from your movies from now on. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> in, everybody. I don't know if we have much of a uh, uh, much of a story to tell there, buddy. I, that wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. We could try that again, but that was that was pretty good. I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to do a normal welcome. No, I'm good. I'm good with that. I think we'll we'll take it. So, welcome, guys. We are so excited to have you uh matt what's with the weird opening why are we doing that well we got another top 10 list and Ooh. this time we are doing top 10 disney songs yes. and and we are including pixar into this because pixar is not really known for their songs like they have some but um we we wanted to include that in just to make it you know more difficult for us yeah, so if you think about some of the top 10 lists that we've done so far, we've done the top 10 Disney characters, we did the top 10 Marvel characters, we've done the top 10 Disney villains, um, and I remember I texted Matt, this was, what, about a month ago, Matt, I said, hey, it would be a fun episode to do, would be the top 10 Disney songs, and boy, did I not realize how big of an undertaking this is, because there is some, there are some, like, nostalgic, legacy-driven songs out there. And this was hard to narrow down. And, and Matt and I have a bet. Again, you guys know we don't talk about this beforehand. Matt and I have a bet that we think there's going to be th- at least three. Well, we've got at least. We think there's going to be three songs that cross over on both of our lists. We don't know what they're going to be, but that's our bet. Right, Matt? Yes, that I, we, we think there's going to be three. Not necessarily in the same thing. And I know we, we also have to admit, at least I have to admit, I don't know about you, Casey, I definitely cheated on this list and maybe grouped some songs. <laughs> in yes, uh, I, I did take some, some, some liberties. And I'll explain why I took those liberties. I only did it with two selections, but I still took those liberties because there, there's reasons. And, and I'll explain those in a little bit. So, yeah. all right. So let's start with number 10. What do you th- say? You think that's good? Let's do it. All right, so number 10 is a song that you hear every little girl, every preteen, and dare I even say every teenager sing because they, for whatever reason, seem to relate with this character, even though I tend to relate with her father. Uh, and as the older I get, the more I understand him. But the song is Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. When's it my turn? You know and, you are getting old when this is this is how you know you're getting old is when you watch the little mermaid and start agreeing with the dad more than the kid. That's how yep. you know you're getting old. Yes, like you are 14 years old or you're 15 years old, you want to do what? Like seriously. But no, the song and again, for me it doesn't really resonate with me as a 37-year-old man. Uh but for countless countless women uh, in little girls out there who were wishing and dreaming for something more. I get it. I totally understand it. My, my niece Lily absolutely loves Ariel. And, and I think one of the reasons why I think this is such an iconic song is number one, people can sing it literally uh, without knowing, without seeing the words on the screen. But number two, that, that moment in the movie when she, 
they, they animate her kind of coming out of her grotto with her hands up. It's almost like 3D. That moment um, is such a important part of Disney animation that I think that this particular song deserves to be at the number 10 spot on the list. Solid, solid choice. I feel like I'm going to say this to a lot of songs. It was in my pool and it just didn't make my list. Fair enough. Your pool. Is that a, is that a, a water joke? <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, uh, yes. Boom, boom. Intended, but fun absolutely intended. All right. What's your number 10, buddy? So my number 10 is Out There from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Not above them, but part of them. Listen, everybody, I understand that Hunchback of Notre Dame may not be your favorite movie. I just watched it again about a week ago, actually. For whatever reason, that's the movie I was in the mood for. And I totally get why you wouldn't like the movie. So just focus in on this song. This song starts out with Quasimodo like talking about how I'm trapped in this place. I can't leave. I want to leave. This This is terrible. And it transforms into this song of hope of what would it be like to live one day out there? Those people don't understand how what they have. And it ends this really beacon of hope at the end of it. And so it's, it's just a really, really well done song. And maybe right now it's resonating with me because it, maybe some of us are looking back on our lives six months ago going, man, why didn't I, why was I more thankful that I could like go out anywhere I wanted to? Um, yeah. But I just, you know, it's funny too. Is so good. Well, it's funny too, how closely related your first pick and my first pick are just in terms of the, thematics and the theming of you know i want to be out there i want to be part of that world i'm i'm trapped down here i'm trapped in here very similar themes when you think about it you know yeah very true yeah all right my number nine pick is going to be one of the ones where i took a little bit of liberty uh <laughs> and and grouped um i grouped some songs together actually i grouped five songs together on this one Holy and, cow. And, well here's why and and i'm i'm calling this spot Iconic Parks music. And specifically, I'm referring to It's a Small World, Yo-Ho from Pirates of the Caribbean, Grim Grinning Ghost from Haunted Mansion, The Tiki Room, and It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow from Carousel of Parks. If you notice, all five of those are classic Disney attractions that date back to the 19, in some cases, the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s. They are still in their original forms, or at least their songs are still in their original forms. They are earworms. Any one of them, if I started singing it right now, you would have it in your head for hours. And they bring smiles and joy to millions of Disney fans across Four, to four generations of fans since these these parks rides really debuted back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And so I, I could have done them all separately, but that would have literally been half my list. And to be honest with you, there are so many good film songs out there that 
I didn't want to shortchange those, but I think it's absolutely worth mentioning how important these five songs, these iconic Parks music songs are to the legacy of the Disney organization. So this is our first overlap. Um, okay. Number seven on my list was Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Okay. Um, uh, uh, hands up if you've had that song stuck in your head since we, you listened to our Carousel of Progress episode. And hands up again if we've now just gotten stuck in your head for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all the points you said, I mean, that why I had it on there at number seven. Like that, that to me, and just I picked Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow because that to me seems like the quintessential Disney message. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow is just a dream away And so that's why I chose that one over any of the other parks ones Um, But yeah, I mean, just like you said I mean, these are iconic songs that While the rides may have updated and changed The songs haven't Yeah Exactly. And, and again, they're, they're earworms. They bring smile. I mean, I can listen to even it's a small world for as much flack as that song gets it. I mean, more now than ever before, God, do we need that? Right. And so it just brings a smile to my face and I, it would literally, this list would be incomplete without making that mention. So yeah. Right, what's your number nine? Number nine, I have the song that every parent hates, and that is Let It Go from Frozen. No light, no wrong, no rules for me. That is where our second overlap is. Now, I had that much further down the list. I had it, at, I think, at number five. Yeah, number, number six. I had it at number yes. six, but that is our second overlap. Yes, I'm with you. Okay, so I'm really, I didn't have it higher because I, I, it's a good song. I don't think it's really like a great, musically speaking, song. It It's very, it's a little bit, screamy if i mean not as much as what into the unknown is um (laughs) but um but i mean you you can't from a from a disney perspective of what that song means to the company i mean (laughs) that song has literally for the last six to seven years been one of the most recognizable things for disney and non-disney fans alike and it is while it's not my favorite song it is a good song yeah, I think we have a future episode coming up here in a couple of weeks that, that we're calling the Frozen Phenomenon. I think it's set to, I think we're, we got that. It's supposed to go out on August 21st. Yes, we plan our episodes way far out, guys. Um, and, and we're going to get into a lot more detail about Frozen, the phenomenon, you know, what it has meant for for the Walt Disney Company, for Disney fans, all that stuff. And I know there's a certain fan base out there who who, who says Frozen wasn't a good movie. Frozen 2 was a better movie, and there's vice versa, and there's some who don't like the franchise at all. But whether you are on that side or not, you cannot argue the fact that Frozen, the movie, and this song were 
were industry altering events and, and frozen Two, which has nothing to do with this song at all. Uh, I mean, it, it clearly does, but it's not in the movie. Frozen two is the number one animated movie, animated movie of all time. Right. So, you know, this song, you know, and, and something Matt, you and I've talked about before. And again, we'll talk more about this when we get into the frozen phenomenon, you know, when this movie came out, which was 2013, I believe. Yeah. Um, 2013, seven years ago. So all the little girls, yeah, all the little girls out there, all the little boys out there who fell in love with Elsa and Anna, you know, they were seven, eight, nine, ten years old, right? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Fast forward seven years to when Frozen 2 comes out, they're teenagers now. So, you know, you're now capitalizing on, again, another generation of younger kids, but also the current generation that is now in their teens. And again, this is one of those movies, Elsa is their princess, Elsa is their princess, just like if you're uh, someone who grew up in the 70s or the 60s or the you know the 50s, you know Cinderella was your princess, Princess Aurora was your princess. If you're an 80s kid or a millennial, Princess Ariel or Belle was your princess. Um, yet, you know, let it go. It just it had it had the appeal of uh, of, of a generation, and it, it literally was a world altering event. Uh, you need to apologize to Elsa because she is not a princess. She ah, is queen. she is well, yes, yeah, she is, and, and, and now she's a snow queen. Well, she was a princess at one point, but you know what I mean. Yes. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm yanking your chain. <laughs> right. Just let it go, Matt. Let it go. Anyway, um, <laughs> my number eight today, sir. Uh, I think this is going to be crossover number three for us, and that is Beauty and the Beast. As sung uh, by the wonderful Angela Lansbury. Do you have that on your another list? Another one that was in my pool but did not make the cut. Are you serious? This one was like one of the very first ones I put on my list because it's so important. So, I mean, that entire scene when the Beast and Belle are dancing in the ballroom, the, 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 the first time that uh, CGI uh, graphics were used in a Disney animated movie, um, I mean, who doesn't love Angela Lansbury for crying out loud? She's a, she's a national treasure for crying out loud. But just the 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 that that has the, become the modern day. I mean, it's right up there with some of the other songs that you're going to hear on my list here shortly. You know, it is the anthem of Disney in a lot of ways. So I mean, it had to be on my list. Ever just the same, ever a surprise. Ever as before, ever just as sure as the sun will rise. As old as I mean, it is, it's a great song. First of all, simplicity, every line is the same amount of syllables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's beauty and the beast. Tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme. I mean, it's, it, I didn't realize that till about like three months ago and it blew my oh, mind. And sure. The other story that uh, I think this goes is Angela Lansbury did not want to sing this. Really? And pretty much like, the, yeah, the directors of the movie were like, you know what, just like, it's just like sing it once and let's just see how it goes. And, and that's what you hear. Really? Wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah. She did not want to sing the song because she was like, my voice isn't what it was. I, I, I don't want to sing it. And that's another one of those. Imagine if she's not singing that song. How different is that song? It, it's oh my god it, it wouldn't even be i mean because i think celine dion did uh did a cameo or was like the celebrity singing the the one 
that came out when the movie came out and it, it doesn't do it justice at all and celine dion's got an amazing voice but it angela landry's version is the version of that song you know and it reminds I me mean, i know you've seen mary poppins returns but to hear Lan- angela lansbury sing life's a balloon that tumbles or rises depending on what is inside fill it with hope and playful surprises and how dearie ducks them you're in for a ride look inside the balloon and if you hear a tune there's nowhere to go but up i mean it just brings back memories of her singing um beauty and the beast so what was number eight for you Number eight, this was my cheating one. Um, I do have down a spoonful of sugar, but pretty much every Mary Poppins song. Yes, so do I. That is my number four, and that was my other cheating one as well. It was, I just put it as the Mary Poppins suite slash feed the birds. So I think I, I highlighted the feed the birds, but, you know, same idea. The whole Mary Poppins soundtrack, I mean, is iconic. Yeah, all of it. And even, I mean, I'll throw in some of the stuff from Mary Poppins Returns. Cover is not a book is one of my favorite uh, songs. I was listening to that yesterday, and I was hearing the, the Lin-Manuel Miranda part, and, and I was like, oh, I need Matt right here. He knows that whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and I confirmed, oh, about a month ago that, yep, I still know that entire rap that um, section. That and awesome. it's because, so let me preface this. It was on one of the DVDs in the Disney store, and those DVDs are about two-hour loops, some of them a little bit less. Yeah, some so of them when are you're 45 there, minutes, so come on now. Yeah, so when you're there for eight hours a day, um, four or five days a week, you get to know the rap part of Cover is Not a Book. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be a happy king if you enjoy the things you've got. You should never try to be the kind of person that you're not. So they sang and they laughed for the king had found a friend and they ran onto a rainbow for the story's perfect end. So the moral is you mustn't let the outside be the guide for it's not so cut and dried. Well, unless it's Dr. Jekyll, then you better hide. No, the truth can't be denied, as I now have testified. All that really counts and matters is the special stuff inside. But no, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, all the songs from Mary Poppins are just, I mean, Spoonful of Sugar, Jolly Holiday, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, just all of them are Chimchimmery. I think Chimchimmery yeah. actually won oh. an Academy Award, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it, yeah, I, it's... And I agree with you. I'm glad that you put Mary Poppins Returns in there, too, because there are some amazing, you know, Covers Not the Books, one of them. Uh, the Place Where Lost Things Go yeah. is another one of those ones. And then um, uh, uh, Trip a Little Light Fantastic. I mean, that one was one I didn't like at first, but it grew on me. And it was, and it, again, it was because it was playing at the Disney Store. It's such a good song. And to watch Dick Van Dyke. Get up there and do the dance on the desk. Oh, when life's a real beast super, you must choose to be a trooper. For your life comes with a lifetime guarantee as you... Trip a little light, fantastic. With me... Trip a little light, fantastic. Like, come on, man. Like, how can you not love that? I mean, it's just, yeah, awesome. Okay. Um, my number one, two, six, number, is this number seven? seven. Yeah, number seven. Um, this, um, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to try. I was going to try to do it, but I'm going to butcher it anyway. It is the circle of life from Lion King. Nights in Vietnam, I'm about to eat 
Okay, Casey, we are going to have way more overlaps because um, <laughs> I had that one. It, it is number five for me. Okay, all right. Well, again, I can't do the iconic screaming part because I would not do it justice at the beginning. Um, so obviously we're going to insert that here. But uh, that song, Elton John, and the just the meaning behind what that song is trying to convey and how it it's woven into the movie and how we're all responsible for giving as well as taking from earth and we all have to do our part that, that and it's, a, it's, a, it's not an earworm song it's just a good song there's far too much to take in here more to find than can ever be found by the sun rolling high Through the sapphire sky Keeps great and small On the endless run Is the circle of life And it moves us all And it's ironic because Unlike a lot of the songs on this list It's not sung by a character in the movie it's it's a theme song right i it's, mean it's a really unique it's a unique song yeah it, it's an it's a it's a unique entry on this list because it opens the movie and then it has that really cool ending where it's, it goes boom, boom and the lion king logo pops up right like and it closes the movie but you you don't there's not no one else sing at least i don't think so no one sings it in the movie like it's not no. it's not like you know someday my prince will come it's not you know like hi ho hi ho or let it go it's 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 literally a theme song for the movie and so to be able to have that much uh, enormity that much just influence on on what is modern day disney without actually being a song that a character sings is pretty pretty cool yeah, and just how it starts the movie where that 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 opening of it where the movie just begins and yeah. it's almost like a little jarring at the first time. So you're like, whoa, okay, movie's starting. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, it really I, is I, with the sun and the animals. And even with the live yeah. action, the way they did it with the live action, it was well done there too. I mean, it was, it, it yeah, it it deserves a spot on this list. And I'm glad to hear. So you were number five, I was number number seven. So clearly we're right in that, that same ballpark. Yeah. So I think so, you gave your number seven already, right? Yep. Number seven was Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow for me, for those of you keeping track at home. So let's move on to number six. You, you want to take it or you want me? Well, my number six was Let It Go Frozen. So what's your number six? My number six is a song that I've been listening to a lot in the uh, past three months, which I'll get to why in just a minute. And that is I've Got a Dream from Tangled. Surrounded by enormous piles of money. I've got a dream. I've got a dream. I just want to see the floating lanterns gleam. And with every passing hour, I'm so glad I left my tower. Like all you lovely folks, I've got a dream. She's got a dream. He's got a dream. They got a dream. We've got a dream. So what difference is it really that it's dream? We're 
It is in my house called The Scary Song. Ooh. And so the, the, it's essentially we have a Disney hits playlist that we found on, on Amazon Music. And that's the first song that comes on. So, of course, when my two-year-old is asking for Disney music, that's what we turn on. Mm. Really solid playlist, to be honest with you. Yeah. But obviously the first line of that song is, I'm malicious, mean, and scary. Ah. And so we're listening to other music. We're listening to, like, worship Jesus music. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Laddie. The part of the show where Laddie comes out and sings a silly song. Where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, 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 oh, where? Is my hairbrush? And my daughter's going, scary song, scary song. We're like, this isn't a scary song. Like, what are you talking about? This is fine. And it took us about a week to figure out, oh, she means the, I've got, she wants to listen to I'm malicious, mean, and scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, it is, so it is a fun song. I I like oh. it. They they play it um, in the three o'clock parade, the the festival of fantasy parade during the Rapunzel scene, and you'll see Flynn and I think a couple of the other tavern buddies. They're kind of they're rocking back and forth on the on the Rapunzel float, and you'll hear you know, I've got a dream, I've got a dream. So I mean, it clearly if it, it made that particular parade. There's there's an obvious reason for it, and it's a fun song. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I just it wasn't one of the ones that popped in my head as a top ten, like you know, iconic to me. You know, I think I think what what puts it over the edge for me in in this top ten is that again, you're gonna hear me ta- say this a lot. Is it's quintessential Disney, where it's talking about hey, you you may have a dream that seems out of the blue from what you look like or what you, or who you are. Like all these, the, the guy who loves breaking femurs, but he loves to play the piano. Like it's, it's, and I, I just like that message that don't let what you look like or what interests you have or what people think you should be doing determine what you should do. Yeah. I think that's, that's fair. Okay. Number five for me uh, is, um, one that I many, many, many a people have probably sung as they are headed off to their careers in the morning, and that is, "Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we go." You know that song, uh, the "Hi ho" song from Snow White. Um, again, we've used this phrase multiple times. Quintessential Disney. Um, people can relate to it. You know, it's it's the song that motivates you to go to work. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just a fun song. I also think it's worth mentioning. It's one of the very few songs on my list. That's not sung by a princess, um, which I think is really interesting. I mean, I'm looking at my list going, wow, most of the songs on my list are singing my princesses, uh, or for the most part. So, uh, this is one of the very few that's not sung. Um, and it's just a fun, catchy song. And again, it's one of those earworms. That's just classic Disney. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! It's home from work we go. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! 
Yeah, I mean, that was another one in my pool, didn't make my list. I, I you know, it, it is one of the f- first Disney songs, to be yeah. honest with you. It is. I actually had to look to see, okay, what was in Snow White? And, um, you know, I think Someday My Prince Will Come is Snow White's as well. And again, it's a, it's, it's a fun song. Um, and it, it probably is iconic too. But it's not as iconic as some of the other princess songs on my list that we're going to get to here in a couple of minutes. But hi-ho. And and I think part of the reason why I think it's on my list too is that when you're in New Fantasyland and you're circling around Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you can hear it. You can you can hear them in the cave, you know, going hi-ho, you know, and 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 you can't escape it, right? It's it's there and you can hear it. So I just think it's one of those ones that's so iconic you hear it over and over again. I'm not a huge Seven Doors Mind Train fan, but that point (laughs) where you're going up and they project the shadows and it gets the hi-ho, that's a really cool moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've been on the ride once and it was, I think I fast passed it. It was still too long of a wait. (laughs) All right. uh, What's your, I think your number five we already did, right? What was your number five? Yep. Number five was Circle of Life for me. Okay. All right. And then my number four was the Mary Poppins Suite Feed the Birds. So what's your number four? Number four, I'm assuming this is an overlap because it is Friend Like Me from Aladdin. And I'll say, Mr. Alonzo, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Life is your restaurant and I'm your melody. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we try. It was in my pool, but I did not put it on the list. Really? Oh man! Yeah, I okay. love the song. I'm... It's an amazing song, but it is. It, it there were too many other that bumped it off the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to. We've we've talked about this song on both the top ten Disney <laughs> characters. We talked about Genie and in our Aladdin episode. Yeah, this song's just awesome. If you want to hear our thoughts on it, highly recommend that you go back and listen to those episodes. I don't want to just keep exasperating the point, but um, very much this is a pro friend like me podcast. Absolutely. All right. My number three uh, is, as I had mentioned before, one that uh, is sang by a princess, and that is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. A dream is a wish. Your heart makes when you're fast asleep. In dreams, you will lose your heartache. Whatever you wish for, you keep. Have faith. I can think of there's really only other two two others on my list that are at top of this. You know, you got Cinderella Castle and Magic Kingdom. You know, she's again very similar to what she said about Quasimodo with with, you know, dreaming about being part of that world, about a better life, very similar to what Ariel was dreaming about. I mean, this is what Disney does. Disney takes somebody who's in a period of their life that they're not happy with and put something in front of them that motivates them to to change something about their lives and gives them the ability to do it and i i just i cannot think of anything anything more um more disney and more magical than cinderella and 
and you know her trip to the ball with the fairy godmother and and you know that's that that is disney to me you know and i and and here's the thing that was disney to me before i even knew what that song was like i only recently seen cinderella in the last year i know that sounds crazy but the song i knew i've known the song all my life so it just it goes to show you how much that has threaded itself through just the zeitgeist of, of disney culture yeah, another one that was in my pool, um, just didn't make the cut. Bippity Boppity Boo was another one that was in my pool, just didn't make yeah. the cut. This, the, the, listeners, this was a very large pool of songs was, that I had to whittle down. Hard. This was a hard, hard list to to curate. So yeah, what was your number three? All right, this is where I ventured into Pixar, and okay. when I texted you about this earlier, you you texted me the song that you thought it was. It's not that song. Are uh, you serious? It is not you. You said it was going to be "You've Got a Friend in Me," and I said it, I didn't say anything, but in my head, I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Um, it Which is, it is "Remember Me" from Coco. Remember me, though I have to say goodbye. Remember me. Don't let it make you cry. For even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart. I sing a secret song to you each night we are apart. I am, the more I watch Coco, the more I listen to that song, the more I am falling in love with it. And so maybe this is a little bit more of a fanboy pick, but I really, really like that song and what it what it talks about and what it significance it has in the movie significant it can have in just your life in general and um so i i, I put it in my top three yes i i, I remember me is a great song um i i have nothing bad to say about it i mean it's a great movie it's a great song it plays such an important part uh in in that movie in that culture too so good pick that's it's a, it's a surprising pick too yeah, um, I mean, let me say this. Yeah, you've got a friend in me was another one in the pool. Just it, it was hard to fit in there. <laughs> okay, number two. I'm going to be curious to see if this one is on your list and we cross over. We'll see. Uh, it's the Mickey Mouse Club March song. Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? So, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I was so focused on like film and movie, and ah, it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, that one to me, um, I mean, it's the original. I mean, it's, it's, it, my God, it's, it's generations of children grew up watching whatever iteration of that show that was part of their generation. But, you know, I mean, M I C K Y M O U S E. I mean, even when you leave the park, you know, the bus ride back as you're getting to the airport, I don't know if you've ever caught this, but the, 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 the video on the bus ride back now it's time to say goodbye oh, yeah. to all our family m-i-c 
K-E-Y or however they do it. And, you know, we're going to miss you. See you real soon. You know, it, it's, it's, it's such an iconic part of being a Disney fan. It had to be on my list. Yeah, no, I mean, great pick. Again, it just didn't cross my mind. But yeah, I mean, clearly an iconic, iconic song that they still use today. Yep. All right, what's your number two? My number two was from Beauty and the Beast, but it was not Beauty and the Beast. It was Be Our Guest. Ah, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre. Why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing. They can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. I think that this song is, I mean, it spawned a whole restaurant. It is um, the, the fun, lighthearted song of that movie. And uh, it, 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 that just, I, 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 I have nostalgia for that song. I love that song growing up. And I think Lumiere is just a really fun character, and that's one of those songs I picked it because I'm like, if I'm if I'm starting a Disney playlist, that's probably a song where I'm starting at. I, uh, yeah, I think from a Disney playlist perspective, and I think if we would have done this with that lens in mind of what are the top ten songs you would want to put on a Disney playlist to listen to every day, I think I would have had some radically different picks. I, well, I agree. Because I interpreted this myself as more of like the top 10 iconic songs that really are, as we've said, quintessential Disney. Um, but again, Be Our Guest, I mean, my Lord, that is all over the place. And again, they have a whole restaurant in the middle of the park, you know, so I'm with you. Yeah, see, I kept those parameters for most of it. And then this song was the only one that I did those parameters for. So, okay. you know, I'm really keeping it tight on the parameters here on my <laughs> So I'm I'm curious to see whether or not uh, our, our number one picks align. I don't know if they will. We've, what I, we've mentioned my number one pick before on one of our previous episodes um, very early on. And that is When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires will come Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. On top 10 Disney characters, we matched with Genie as number one. Uh-huh. And have we matched on any other top ones? Well, I don't know if we matched. We kind of got some big overlap on the villains one but i think we wound up with scar as either number one or number two both of us so i mean I, i'll count that one as i think is is close enough okay well i mean we, we nailed it again because i absolutely have that as number one <laughs> I, I had a feeling you would i and again we talked about this on the pinocchio episode matt i mean when you wish upon a star is uh, i was about ready to break into song there i don't know if i can do it justice i mean it's just it Jiminy Cricket singing that song that's what Disney's all about man 
dreams i mean in wishes and i mean they had a whole fireworks show wishes which we talked about in the past it is the song that you hear before every walt disney world pictures movie the yep. tune you hear it like you hear it it is all over the parks it is all over movies and tvs and films and and, and everything like if this is the disney the Disney song. If there's yeah. one song that just overlaps into everything Disney, it is this. Yeah. You know, and something I want to add to, so I had a chance. So as you guys all know, um, you know, Matt and I are both former Disney store cast members. I, I recently have given up. Um, I was at our, our store um, yesterday uh, visiting, visiting the cast members there. And, you know, I needed my taste of Disney. I'm, you know, you know, six feet apart, social distancing, distancing, mask on. It's a very different experience right now. I'm very honest with you. One of the things when you walk into a Disney store is they've always got the clips playing. And we've talked about that. Even in this episode, we've talked about that. But walking in yesterday, something was very different. Um, They've got music playing, but many of the songs that you heard here, a lot of the lower key ones, instrumental versions of them, are what they have playing right now in the background. And there's a purpose behind it. I asked the store manager and, and she said, it's meant to really help people calm down a little bit because everyone is just, it's, it's a really stressful time. And when I think of Disney music, when I think of, I'm actually tearing up talking about this right now. Disney music, it, it allows you to forget about just the world and, and, the stress and the problems and, you know, all the craziness. And, you know, this is what we need right now, just to even to escape for three or four minutes into a world that doesn't have COVID, that doesn't have violence, that doesn't have people being mean to one another, people hurting one another, war, you know, that's what Walt was about, Matt, you know, and songs like this are what brought that alive and have brought that alive for generations. Yeah, I mean, you've hit it on the head that music in general, not just Disney songs, but music in general is such an escape for people that whether it's, you know, rock music or rap or country or classical or uh, uh, show tunes or Disney music, whatever it is you listen to, pretty much, I would argue universally, every human being listens to some kind of music to engage in some type of feeling. And so, I mean, going through this list was actually really fun when we were put, when I was putting it together because, of course, I turned on all these songs. And, of course, that led me to songs that didn't make my list. And I was like, oh, I forgot this song. Oh, this is so great. And it, it does. It brings you to like, a, oh, I remember when, you know, I had a sing-along tape when I had, uh, that had this song when I was young. And I remember when I listened to this song when I was at the parks. And uh, there's just some, re- it, it, it stirs up emotions. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of just music in general, something that's really fun to do, um, just check out YouTube. If you guys have never done this before, check out YouTube. And if you've ever been to the parks and you've heard a song in the background and you wanted to hear it more without the crowd noise, you can find literally any song that is played in the parks anywhere on attractions as background noise in the shows literally on youtube and you can find clear-cut versions of them you will be surprised at how often 
Disney reuses these songs and remixes them in different ways. And I'll give you a great example. The Disney Springs, the Disney Springs mix, it's an hour and I think 45 minutes long. Now, Disney Springs has vendors from all over the world. They're not all Disney. They're, they're independent shops. But the music that I'm talking about is the music you're walking around to. It's a very chill background music that's kind of got a synthesized vibe to it. It's all Disney songs. You don't, you'll recognize them when you hear them without the ambient noise of crowds and, and things like that. But it's one of one of the songs that it starts out with, the one on YouTube, is Winnie the Pooh. And you, you wouldn't really even know it until you start getting into it. Another version, Toy Story um, uh, 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 in Tomorrowland. So if you guys have ever been to Tomorrowland, they've got that really cool Space Age music. Isolate the track on YouTube. In the middle of the Tomorrowland music, which has no rhyme or reason to it, but in the middle of it, I'm not joking, and I'm going to see if I can get this into this episode. Um, you guys know that song from Toy Story? It goes, strange things are happening to me. Oh, yeah. That is in Tomorrowland. There's an instrumental part where that is playing in Tomorrowland. <laughs> they do just such crazy stuff with these background musics and you just hear different songs, different themes and go, why do I know that? And thankfully whoever's put it up on YouTube oftentimes will put a list of what's included in the suite, but the remix after remix after remix. And I'm not talking like crazy techno remix. I'm just talking remixes. They've re-instrumentalized a lot of the songs we're talking about here today. Yeah. Another great thing. I have an app on my phone called Sorcerer Radio uh-huh. and it is all the music from the parks, but it's just like random. Like yeah. it just, it just randomizes it. And so that's a great way. If you're, you don't know what you want to listen to, just, I downloaded that. It's free. Um, you know, you have to go through some ads, but it's not anything huge. No. And that just, I can't tell the amount of times where I'm listening to it. I'm going, Oh, this is nice. What is this? Oh, music from the contemporary resort. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, when I used to, when I used to, to, to teach and train at my other job, you know, I believed that having music as people came in and exited and while we were on break, just background ambient music. I, I mean, I'm literally looking at it right now on my computer. I have a little folder marked ambient music and it's all Disney music. I've got generic Disney, Main Street USA mix, Disney Springs background music, Liberty, Liberty Square music, specific attractions, Space Martin, Space Mountain Star Tunnel music, a four hour loop of it. Text track, Pirates of the Caribbean Q, not Pirates of the Caribbean, but the Q of Pirates of the Caribbean. Soren exit music, three hour loop. If you ever love the Soren song, that's the one you want to listen to. Um, yeah. Upbeat music. Sometimes, like, you know, when you go to your resort hotel and you've got the WDW channel with the weather and what's happening, they somebody in June 2018 took two hours and recorded that station so that if you just want to have 
the WDW station playing on the background to calm you down as though you're at a hotel, you can do that. I, it, it, it just, it, it's, it's, it's really cool. So, you know, again, this was all about top 10 Disney songs and here we are 40 minutes later, but music, as you said, Matt has the ability to calm you down, make you feel good. It soothes the soul. And, you know, I just, yeah. I mean, these songs just bring so many fond memories to me. I hope they do to you too. Yeah, and hopefully this has gotten you in the mood to go listen to either the songs that we mentioned or your top 10 list of Disney songs. Um, yeah, so, so what we miss? <laughs> yeah, guys, what did yeah. we miss? What did, I mean, we know what we missed because we've got a list that's probably 100 songs that we had to narrow down. But what are your favorites? I mean, that I'd be curious to hear. I mean, it looks like it's closing time. So um, let's. Uh, uh, where can where can they share their top 10 Disney songs with us, Casey? Absolutely. So uh, first and foremost, share them on our social media because that way everybody gets into the discussion. Three different social media accounts, uh, Facebook, uh, Beers and Ears podcast. Got about 400 members there. So that's a growing community. Um, you can also do Twitter and Instagram, Beers Ears 1928. Again, Beers Ears 1928. Um, not as large of a community on those, but growing. And we have some active people who are on there. So please share. Uh, and then if you want to email us directly, uh, beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com um, both Matt and I see that email as it comes in it's really important and I know we say this every episode for, but for our active listeners a couple of things number one if you are listening to us through like our website our streaming website if you can get and actually subscribe to us through Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, that helps us out in the ranking. So please take a minute to do that. That would help us out a lot. Number two, share us with your friends and family. If you've got Disney fan, family, Disney friends who love anything Disney, let them know about this really cool podcast. If you stuck around this much, you clearly like us, so that's good. But let other people know about us because, again, when you share us, um, more and more people are going to listen to us and more and more subscribers means that we continue to grow our family. And then Matt, the most important one of all, rate and review us. How many stars? Is it four stars? Five stars. Ah, there it is. Five stars, five stars. Yes. So just like when you wish upon a star, aha, uh, five stars, five stars. Um, And and that helps get us additional rankings as well. So, um, yeah. So, Matt, uh, new episodes on... Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, Yeah, we've got, got some great ones coming up. Beautiful. All right. Well, let's close out the show, Matt. All right. Let's raise a glass. This episode has been on us, and we will see you next time, everybody. All right. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you so much.